Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Seahome Senior Alden Jacobs, and you're listening to the Walk and Preps podcast with Tyler and Ryland. Go Mariners! Greetings and welcome into the Walk and Preps podcast. This is episode 189, a preview of. Week one, I'm Ryland Spencer. Along with me, as always, Tyler Anderson <laughs> of Watcom Preps. Tyler, how are we doing? Doing great. This is crazy. Week one, right? It's right here. It's right now. Let's uh, let's get into it. Yeah, none of these stinking team previews anymore. Now we are into football. We are rocking and rolling. We are ready to go. Um, I, I I guess Tyler, you know what? I guess one thing we do got to do. We we kind of have to let people know we are recording this way earlier than we normally would. It is Sunday night when we are recording this. Um, nice. I got a football game to go to in New York City that we are flying out to. 2.45 a.m. is when we have to be at the school on Wednesday. Normally, we'd be recording. Uh, not at 2.45 a.m., but normally we would record yeah. either Tuesday night, Wednesday night, somewhere around there, and um, then away we go. So uh, we're recording it a little bit earlier, and the show that we are recording, we do need to give a thank you to uh, Mr. Alden Jacobs of Seahome uh, for the intro. Back Ready to attack. The man is ready to go back in town. Yeah. Uh, by the way, if you want to hear uh, a little team preview of the Seahome Mariners and Mr. Alden Jacobs, you can head over to WatcomPreps.com. All 10 previews are now officially up, Tyler. Yes. All 10 of them. 15 yeah. hours of work on our part, maybe even more. I don't know how long it actually was. But that being said, all of them are up there. WatcomPreps.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Tyler, where is the uh, – uh, where's the podcast button on your on your homepage there? Well, there is a tab that uh, just says Walking Walking Preps Podcast, and you click on it, and you can see every single podcast that there ever has been. But at the very top of that, it says click here to listen to the most recent podcast, and go. so it makes it easier to listen to whatever the most recent one is. But if you want to search for one, you can do that, and you can search, you know, see home preview, and boom, it'll show right up. And once you get there, subscribe to the podcast because. You may or may not be hearing this when it was actually released. If you are not subscribed to the podcast, you probably didn't find this until Friday morning when Tyler put it out uh, on WatcomPreps.com. If you are subscribed to the podcast, you should have got a notification Thursday. I don't even know, Tyler, have we even talked about what time we're going to set this up? <laughs> no. What do you think, 10 a.m.? <laughs> I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my Friday morning one, probably 8 a.m. That's kind of how I've always done it. Okay, then I'm going to set this for 8 a.m. on Thursday is what I'm going to do. So right. that's when it'll go out from now on. 8 a.m. Thursday morning, you will be able to uh, 
Uh, listen to the preview of that week ahead if you are subscribed to the podcast. If not, then, I mean, I guess you could go to the to the page and find it. You know, like, you, you can't go to whatcompreps.com. I guess I guess they could, actually. <laughs> Technically, couldn't they, Tyler? They could go to the podcast and then click the, what is it, listen to the latest one or whatever, and I guess technically it would be there. Yeah. Um, but Tyler will have it also embedded into the weekly preview that he puts out Friday mornings. So, um, yeah, you can find it there. And Tyler, we have a lot of stuff to talk about today. And when I say a lot of stuff, we've got uh, – we're going to go through every game. Randy Small has a weather forecast for us way early he's in back. advance. He's back. Yeah, the man is back. And, yes. uh, and he's rock and rolling, too. It's like a full minute this time. Um, yeah. So he he is he is raring to go, but um, and and we'll talk about it more when we get there. We're way early for him to be doing a, a forecast for us. Way early. Yeah, we got to thank him for doing because it's 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 kind of putting his neck out on the line to do a uh, uh, you know a forecast that's like a week out. Yeah. So well, those know, guys are always wrong anyway, right? Isn't that the uh, isn't that the mo on those uh, weather guys? Yeah. I mean, it's not like they have control of anything unless their name's Steve Poole than they did back in the day, but. Um, we've got our pickums where we are going to pick every game, and then Tyler, you and I are going to do a fantasy draft every week, like we did last year. And if you stick around, you'll get the code word, or this week is a code thing. Uh, but you will get it, and if you see Tyler at a game, you can do what it is that you need to do, and you can get yourself a free sticker. Tyler, how many stickers do you, do you estimate you have left? Two hundred, six hundred, nine hundred? How many? You got? Oh, geez, not that many. I would say less than a hundred, but probably more than fifty. So, basing off last year's numbers, what are we talking about? Four weeks? Five weeks? How many weeks? Yeah, they got? I'm hope. Yeah, I mean they'll be out before the season ends. Let's just say that. Okay, so if you're a one A school, before you get into league play, you need to get one of these, right? <laughs> I mean, you got to get on it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Listen exactly. all the way at the very end. Do not skip. Do not skip to the end because you want to hear everything that is leading up to it, right. uh, and how you can get yourself a sticker. Tyler, do you even know what games you're going to this week? I mean, I guess we. I mean, I I have a pretty darn good idea. Because usually I'd yeah. be like, hey, if you're out there at uh, you know Civic Stadium, head over and find Tyler. You know, but yeah, oh, we can talk about that when we get to it. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, before we get too far, we do need to talk about something. Um, Whatcom County lost a, uh, a pretty big name uh, as far as broadcasting. And uh, I think, Tyler, we I think we could say one of the great ambassadors for high school athletics in Whatcom County and, and just sports. And, uh, you know, um, Mark Skolton passed away. And, Tyler, it was somebody that um, – you know, I I think I, I saw somebody post it, and I just forwarded you along a picture. And I just said, "Hey, this seems pretty big," or something like that. And you said, "Yeah, I'm devastated." Whatever it was, um, this is something that was that hit you really, really hard. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about who Mark was and kind of what he meant to you, and uh, you know what he means to even Whatcom Preps? Because I'm sure that the inspiration kind of had a little bit to do with it. Yeah, definitely. Mark's uh, Mark was around since the you know, early nineties, um, covering Whatcom County high school sports. He was a big, big deal. You know, he started doing it right out of college in 1992. Um, and it's so funny because 1992 was the same year when I started keeping stats. Wow. Um, so it, that, that's just coincidental, but, um, 
and I was not out of college at that point. I was an eighth grader. But the, <laughs> the, the thing is that we, I have, I've had this long connection with Mark in so many different ways. Um, you know, it started out as a player. I remember he was doing color commentary at a football game that I was at. We were playing against Meridian and he was on the sideline. He had the big like headphones with the with the antenna on it, you know, and he was do- he was like doing like sideline coverage, but he oh, was doing the color commentary gotcha. from the sideline. Doing color and from I, the sideline? Yeah, it was really cool. Not, he had this big headphone well, thing on. on. You, you're saying color. He wasn't doing the, hey, let's head down to Mark on the sideline for a, for a report. No, right, he was right, doing like the, yeah. the play-by-play um, color and, commentary from the side. That's unbelievable. Yeah, and it might have been, I mean, he was he could have been doing kind of both of that too. He could have been, you know, saying, you know, funny things from the sideline. But yeah. he was right behind me, and I heard him saying, you know, I, I'm seeing something pretty pretty interesting down here. Uh, I'm standing in behind the biggest guy on the team and the smallest guy on the team. <laughs> and he was right. It was, I was standing next to Jeff Eisenhart, who also recently passed away um, over the summer. And who um, Jeff, who we called house was about six, six, three twenty. Wow. And I was about five, four, one, one twenty. And we had to sit together on the bus at road games. And we were really good friends. Um, Cause he had to go two to a seat, you yeah. know, and yeah. I was the only one that could fit in a seat with him. But, uh, and it was just funny that I could hear him saying that like behind me and and I looked up at house and he kind of he kind of chuckled and looked back at me and and um, <laughs> I, I and so that was kind of my first, you know, brush up with him. And then uh, and then I was calling games, uh, PA games, he'd, you know, he'd be up in the booth and then I was writing for the Herald and he'd be up there. And it was always kind of like the the, the thing about Mark was if he, if he was at the game, you knew that was the game. It kind of gave a special importance yeah. to it. Uh, he also, you know, him and Doug Lang together for at least 20 years did a show called The, the Zone, which all the locals know about. It was on KPUG, KPUG 1170 from three to five weekdays where they just talk. They, they would have anyone anywhere between, you know, like Whatcom County athletes on there to coaches to, you know, uh, I mean, Ric Flair was a guest once. Your what? boy. Um, no. They had. Yeah. They, I mean, Pete Carroll, Sue Bird, uh, a lot of Seattle athletes. Um, Roddy Piper came through once when I heard that I drove right up there so I could meet him in person. Um, it was, uh, you know, and that show is so memorable. Um, and I just loved his humor, his wit, everything, his, his knowledge. They would play these games where you could win tickets. Uh, I've probably won about 20 Sonics tickets, uh, probably 20 Mariners tickets on the, you know, and I won Bell's tickets just like a week and a half before he passed away. Um, so that was the last time I got to talk to him. And, and uh, it's just, you know, so many times I remember being up in the booth, even last year where he's doing the game, I'd pop in during a radio break, I'd scratch something down on, you know, and give it to him. And he would announce it when he'd come back on the air, like, oh, you know, Javensky Schlembaker is, you know, is now fifth all time in Walker County leading yeah. rushers. Um you know, and I just got this information from Tyler Anderson of Walking Preps, and it was just, it was just really cool. We just kind of had this, this neat kind of back and forth relationship, and I always looked up to him, not because he's a foot taller than me, but uh, I just loved everything about what he did. And it's one of those guys too, and you probably have experienced this, where you run into somebody, you know them, but when they start talking, you go, "Whoa!" It's that voice that you've been yes. hearing all your life. You know, it's like if you like I did the same thing with Kevin Calabro, I started he started talking I'm like, wow, you you Kevin Calabro like now I can hear it. 
And I always felt that with with uh, with Mark as well. And he, he starts talking, you go, that's the voice I know, because he was doing ads on the radio. You heard him all the time. Everybody in Whatcom County loved him. And and it's a it's a really tragic loss and a huge hole that needs to be filled. And and uh, he it did it did hit me hard. You know, a lot of people reached out. I knew I needed to publish something right away. And and um, yeah, it was a it was a tough day. If you would like to uh, celebrate Mark's life, uh, the family has set a public celebration uh, ceremony held will be held Sunday, September 17th, 3 p.m. at uh, the Bellingham High School Performing Arts Center. So um, I'm sure you'll be there, Tyler. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely plan on it. Well, we maybe have some Whatcom preps with a code word and they can get a sticker. No. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's. Um, you know, it's obviously an unfortunate loss, and it's something that uh, you know seems like we seems like we deal. I mean, Bob Barker just died yesterday, is what somebody told me. I'll yes, admit it, I did ninety nine. Yeah, wow. As and, as close to a hundred without going over the retail value. There, that's well, that's pretty. That's impressive. That's a pretty good one there, Tyler. Yeah. Uh, by the way, born in Darrington is what I read, um, which is wild because Bob Barker really Darrington of all places. Hmm. Um, Tyler, we've got, what do we got here? One, two, three, four, five, six. We got eight games to talk about this week. Week one, week, week one, Tyler. Yeah. Week one of the high school football season. It is here. I'm sweating more than normal because I'm so excited for this season. Um, yeah, we're just going to go right down the list here. Talk about the eight games. Uh, and really it's, I mean, if I'm being honest, I just copied and pasted something here and, the first game on the list, Nooksack Valley is traveling down to Mountain View. About four and a half, five hours, maybe five and a half with a bus. Um, it's going to be a long ride, though. Uh, down to Mountain View. Uh, it's actually at Evergreen High School. It's McKenzie Stadium at Evergreen High School. It's a district stadium, four schools using one stadium. The game is set for 4.30 p.m. We've also been told there is no second game that night. So uh, the game could get pushed back just a little bit. Um, I mean, it's... Yeah, I mean, you, obviously, Nooksack Valley needs to get home at a reasonable time, and uh, uh, yeah, as I mentioned, four and a half, five hours to get home. That's a heck of a heck of a bus ride home. But with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, Tyler, these two teams played last year. Kind of a instant classic, if you will, out there at... Uh, what is that one? Sid Lambert, right? Yes, yeah, Sid Lambert Field. Sid Lambert Field out there. Um, yeah, I mean, Tyler, w- w- what do you see here, and uh, what are you looking for out of this one? Well, I, I'm, you know, last la- last year we kind of, you know, week one you go into it just not knowing a whole lot. You know, you yeah. learn a lot in week one, and I think we all kind of went into it with, you know, Nooksack is. They're still pretty young, but they're very talented. But Mountain View is a very good 3A school. So we just kind of said, well, we'll learn a lot this one. You know, Mountain View was up late. Uh, Colton Lentz rips off that, you know, 80-yard run for a touchdown late in the game to to take the lead and 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 win it. Uh, it was a huge run. It was a huge play, but a huge game. And it kind of, it kind of vaulted them into that next level, you know, of like, we can beat these kind of teams. And I think they just kind of rode that momentum the rest of the season. It was a really close game last year. You know, this year, now Nooksack has to go on the road. Uh, it's pretty, uh, it's a long drive, as you said. Uh, but this is a group that really loves being around each other. And sometimes those long bus rides can really help those kinds of moments. I think it's going to be another good game. We just don't know that much about Mountain View. Uh, Coach Matheson has moved on, former Western Viking uh, defensive back. He's a you know former Ferndale uh, football coach. So he's got some Whatcom County ties. He's no longer the head coach now at Mountain View. So we don't really know what to expect with them. But um, but you never, you know, you just never know. I I think it's going to be a I think it's going to be a pretty pretty good game. And and um, you know, if Nooksack, you know, that's one thing that Coach Barlow said uh, when I interviewed him is they he kind of feels like we're way ahead of schedule as far as you know a lot of teams. And when you return a lot of starters you get that feeling. It's a lot like Linden last year where they went into week one feeling like they're already in week five because they, you know, they returned so many starters. So that's going to be a big benefit for the pioneers. Yeah. Uh, Mountain View, their new head coach is Aaron Hart. He comes over from Lincoln high school in Seattle and it was kind of a late hire. Um, there's some interesting things going on in that school district down there. They've essentially, um, uh, the, how do I say it? Like long story short becomes uh, they wanted to pass a bond and to get it passed, they said, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna hang on. This this will allow us to keep our athletic directors, Tyler. And you know what they did? They passed the bond, and then they got rid of their athletic directors in the school district. So, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, Adam Matheson now he's actually, I think he's at well, he's at Camus and he's coaching at Camus High School, um, and I think he's also working at Camus, if I can remember correctly. I'm pretty sure he's like a counselor or something over there at Camus High School. But, um, but yeah, Aaron Hart comes over from Lincoln High School in Seattle. Lincoln, a school that hadn't had football in a long time because it wasn't even a school for a long time. It was a school, and then they closed it down, and then they opened it back up. Uh, kind mm-hmm. of a, a weird thing they had going on there. Um, but, yeah, not who knows? You know, really don't know what they're going to do there, partly because the fact of the matter is, He's got a completely different set of athletes than he had at Lincoln High School in Seattle. Lincoln High School was, you know, they didn't have a ton of talent, whereas at Mountain View they're always very talented and they've always got a couple of guys, right? No matter what, they've always got a couple of guys. So it'll be interesting to see what they do there. Now, Tyler, we got a new we got a new thing we're going to do this year. (laughs) You're already laughing because it's funny. Um, It's funny, but it's also not funny because you're going to get a you're going to get a throw in some stuff that. that is going to be kind of fun. It's going to be called what is it? Tyler's Nuggets. That's right. Tyler's Nuggets. So, 
essentially what it is is our uh, our good friend Coach Lucy over at Squalicum gave this soundbite. Tyler, how long ago was this? This was five years ago. Five years ago, he gave us this soundbite right here. Tyler's got some nuggets, man. <laughs> Tyler's got some nuggets, man. So what we're gonna do is anytime Tyler's got some nuggets to give out, I'm gonna hit this button. Tyler's got some nuggets, man. Tyler, give us the first nugget here on Nooksack Valley. Well, I mentioned him a little earlier. Junior running back Colton Lentz is currently the career ninth leading rusher in Nooksack Valley history. So if he rushes for 35 yards, which I would imagine he'll do, he will surpass Andrew Larson for eighth place all time, another five yards, and that will jet him past Austin O'Brien for seventh place all time. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, it's only going to take 40 yards, and he can go past two more guys to get the seventh place all-time in Pioneer career rushing history. Tyler's got some nuggets, man. Tyler, I heard you got a second one for Nooksack Valley. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about Joey Brown as a track athlete, right? So how about this nugget, okay? He's currently tied for fifth all-time in career passing touchdowns in Pioneer history with 22. You know who he's tied with? This is crazy. His very own track coach, Tyler Perry. <laughs> so how about that? So, um, so yeah, he's tied with him for fifth place. He throws one on Friday, and he has fifth place alone. He goes ahead of his own track coach, Tyler Perry. He throws one the rest of the season. He's not going to be allowed to do anything on track this year. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Tyler's got some nuggets, man. Tyler, that's it. You don't have any more nuggets for Nooksack Valley. I just wanted to play it again. Tyler's got some nuggets, man. Because that is a funny soundbite, and we are going yeah. to use that quite a bit this year. The second game, at Tyler, on the list for this week, we've got Ferndale at Linden. This is the yearly matchup between these two squads. This time, 7 p.m. at Rolly DeCoster Field. Tyler, what do you see here? What Do you know the number? Like What, what do we got? What do we got here? Ferndale, <laughs> Linden, everybody's – pretty much everybody waits for this one every year to start, right? Yeah, this is this is a this is a great one. It just started just recently became the week one game. Uh, it was a week two game for quite a while, uh, you know, kind of ever since they weren't conference foes anymore or yeah. didn't count as a, con you know, they're in the same conference. But you know what I mean? Yep. Um, and so they still wanted to be able to play each other non-conference because it is a great matchup. It's an awesome rivalry. Um, and it's just one of those games where, I mean, a lot of times, you know, like the like the. I don't want to say national news, but like the regional news, right? Like the King Five game of the week, yes. and, and for the whole state, you know, they'll that that will be the game, and that, they'll send the crew game out there, and you people know, know around kind of like you know King Five player yeah. of the game or whatever. Uh, that happens all the time. It's it's stuff like that. You came up and did a game years ago. I did. Uh, it was a Ferndale Linden game. Yeah. Um. So it's always kind of just been a big deal, and and even though it doesn't count against the conference, there's a there's a ton of pride. There's great respect with both both coaching staffs. Uh, you know they yeah you know, they they golf in each other's you know golf tournaments, all that kind of stuff. It's it's a really it's a really cool kind of rivalry. Um, and it's and traditionally it's two top programs in Whatcom County too. So it's a good game. It's it's all that stuff. Uh, the last time that Linden lost a football game was the last time Ferndale came to Linden to play him. Oh. So um, wait, hold on. Tyler's got some nuggets, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't even mean to be that one, but yeah. but that's it's true. It's been a long time. Uh, it's been you know almost 24 months now, and uh, that was the last time. Uh, so uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a really good one. It's always a good one there. 
Now, this is an interesting game, too, Tyler, because you've got Linden, who lost, what, like 240 seniors off last year's team. And you right. got Ferndale, who they lost quite a few seniors, but they lost some massive, massive players um, in terms of, you know, well, a couple of big, big bodies, sure. But a couple of guys that, you know, three guys that are arguably three of the best players in Ferndale history. Um, so you lose that, and then, you know, Linden loses so many guys. I mean, they... The, the list of names that we had on the uh, on the preview podcast was about a mile and a half long. Um, so we're going to find out a lot about these two teams especially because there's going to be some guys stepping in that we we know the names, but we don't know them. You know? right. we, we're not sure yeah. who they are yet. I mean, if you go back and listen to the podcast, Tyler, you're throwing out names that, that I'm sitting here going, I've never heard of this guy before, and he'll probably rush for 1,000 yards. right? Like That type yeah. of thing is, is going to happen, and we're going to learn something uh, here or there about those two teams. Now, Tyler, I heard. Tyler's got some nuggets, man. You got a nugget or two about this game, so uh, give me your first one. Well, first, I mean, if if Linden kicks off to begin the game, you know how cool it will be for Michael Kanan's son, Malachi, to kick off to his dad's former high school team. I just, oh. I think that's such a, a neat deal. Uh, Michael Kanan, of course, kicked at Ferndale in the late 90s. Uh, his son now as a freshman will be kicking at Linden, and the first game is against Ferndale. So I just I just love the the, the uh, tie-in there, and, and, for, and for it to kick off the season, it could kick off that way. I'm pretty excited about that. Tyler's got some nuggets, man. A second one? You got one for me? Yeah, yeah. How about this? How about this? These two teams have faced each other dozens of times over the years. And they, you know, they were Northwest League rivals for years with their matchup usually determining the league champion back in the old North, the Northwest League before it was the Northwest Conference. Uh, In these games against each other, okay, the most yards ever rushing yards in a game by a player is 287 yards. Okay. On either side, the most Rushing yards by player in this matchup is 287 yards in one game. Now, I know that you're not the historian that I am about these two teams, but if you had to guess who that was, do, do you have a do you have a guess? How about this? Give me give me like a general time frame. Give me like a, a five year window. Uh, mid 90s. Uh, nope. Oh, uh, how about I don't know, Fink Bonner. <laughs> okay, well, I thought you might guess Matthias Wilson, right? Oh, Matthias you, you Wilson, really man, him. he was a good one. Yeah, but it's pretty crazy that it's not from the ground-based Golden Eagles. It was actually Ben Wall in 1993. So, And ben that was also Wall. the first year that these two teams had faced each other since the 60s. And that was back when Ferndale moved up a classification, so they didn't they weren't playing them anymore. Oh. And then in 1993, Linden moved up with them, and so they started playing each other again, and they've been doing it ever since then. So that was the first matchup again. Ben Wall, as a junior, ran for 287 yards against Ferndale. So now that was those Linden teams, though, didn't they were kind of run heavy back then, right? They were, yes, yeah, they definitely were. But um, I mean, you, you know, you think about the matchups over the years, yeah. and it's well, always and we don't kind think of been, about them I mean, like that now. Very I mean, much run versus pass, and yeah. you know, the funny thing was, is in 1993, Ferndale was they were air raid, <laughs> if you could believe that. What? Um, they went 0 and 9 that year, but they were they were spreading it out. Well, maybe we, now we know why they don't. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Tyler's got some nuggets, man. <laughs> well, he does. Tyler's got some nuggets there. Uh, yeah, Ferndale at Linden. That is Friday at 7 p.m. Uh, Port Angeles is coming to town, Tyler, to take on the Blaine Borderites. Uh, our guy, 
Andy Olson um, <laughs> getting his first uh, game as head coach over there at Blaine. 7 p.m. Tyler, uh, these two teams played last year, correct? Yeah, they opened up the season at Port Angeles. Yeah, and uh, I don't remember what the score of that one was. Do you, you, do you know off the top of your head? I, w- I was going to say like 33 to 19 or something like that. Port Angeles got the win. Yeah. Somewhere, somewhere in there. Uh, now, Port Angeles, traditionally, have they played games against teams in Whatcom County over the years? Not that much. Uh, you know, I'd, I saw the film last year, and that was <laughs> probably the most I'd ever seen. So uh, not, not really that much. Yeah, I mean, Port Angeles, Port Angeles to Blaine, like as the crow flies, not super far. But right. Port Angeles to Blaine on a bus, not exactly a whole lot of fun. Um, yeah, what do you see in this one? I mean, I, I think there's maybe – I don't want to say there's a lot of excitement around the program, but I think the, that you were really excited when you left there and you kind of felt like maybe Andy Olson kind of had some things going over there. Yeah, you know, I really liked what I saw at practice. And after I took the headshots, there were a couple players that stuck around and talked to me for a little while, and they were just – they just had a different kind of feeling, a different kind of attitude, a different kind of excitement where they were, they were really excited to get the season going. They were kind of excited to surprise some people. I think they're pretty jacked up. I think they're excited about the direction right now. They're excited about the new offense. Um, There's just a lot of new stuff and that can be tricky with high school kids, like changing everything and saying, okay, here we go. But you know, you saw it with Lyndon Christian last year, completely new offense, and they they went eight and one. Um, so you just you kind of never know. Kids can pick things up pretty fast, especially if they have a high football IQ. I think that there's so many returners for Blaine and a lot of really good seniors that are wanting to kind of put their stake into like this is what we want to be remembered for. Uh, and um, you know, that beautiful stadium opening it up. For this season, new coach, new new coaching staff, uh, new offense, a lot of new stuff going on. Uh, I when you have all those new things, and you when you start the year, you can start on a really big high. And playing at home, uh, I just all those things combined could be a, a really really beautiful thing for the Borderites. Blaine's got a little uh, new car smell over there with Andy Olson. Huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, that game, 7 p.m. On Friday night at Blaine, Granite Falls has come to town to take on the Meridian Trojans, 7 p.m. These two teams, I feel like they've played each other quite a bit. Um, I, I know when we talked in the past about Granite Falls used to play maybe quite a few games, but I think they didn't usually fare very well, if I can remember correctly, against the uh, teams from Whatcom County. But, uh, Tyler, Granite Falls headed up to Meridian. Yeah, this is a, this. is these are two teams that play each other quite a bit. Like you said, there was one matchup in like a play-in game in the late 80s. I want to say like 88 maybe and um, that Meridian won that one. And then, and then they joined the the conference in the, in 97, but even before then they were playing um, week one games against Meridian. And so they played Meridian a lot in the past. And I know the past is the past, but I think that they probably played each other like 10 or 12 times. And like the average score is, you know, 58 to two or something like that. It's, it's pretty lopsided, but I've heard that Granite Falls got a, has a quarterback that's pretty good. Um, so I've heard there's some pieces that are pretty good out there. Uh, but Meridian got him pretty good last year. This one's going to be at Laurel, um, home game for the for the Trojans, and and uh, I think that they'll they'll take care of business. As, at least you know that's just kind of how I see it. But 
again, that week one, man, <laughs> you just never know. There's always surprises. I mean, I'm sure that all of us lost like two or three games in the pick last year in week one just because yeah. you just you don't really know. You just yeah. don't really know. There's a lot of guessing going on, let's face it. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, I th- here's the thing about Granite Falls that's interesting. As as that area starts to, to develop more, you know, mm-hmm. the Lake Stevens is going through a ton of um, construction on the roads up there. They're widening roads, you know, doing make, making them bigger and better. And part of the problem for Lake Stevens becomes people start driving past Lake Stevens and going out to Granite Falls. Because Granite right. Falls is just right up the road. I mean, it's it's really it's right up the road from Lake Stevens. So Granite Falls is one of those programs. I mean, you start looking at some of the development in that area, and there's lots of new housing going in and stuff out there. So it's going to be a program. It's going to be interesting to watch over the next you know five to ten years as that area continues to grow because you know it's just like a a Mount Sai. You know, people wanted to get away from. Away from Seattle, so what they do, they went out to Snoqualmie, you know, and that area is exploding, and it has been exploding for the last ten years. And uh, Camus, you know, Camus was awful, and I mean absolutely awful when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. And now they're one of the best programs in the state. Washougal is is just a little bit east of them, so people yep. are starting to move out to Washougal, right? Like it's all starting to move out that way, and so it's going to be interesting. It's going to one of those teams that I think in the next. Yeah, five to ten years, people are going to really want to pay attention to. Uh, again, Grand Falls at Meridian, 7 p.m. on Friday. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, see home at Mount Baker. The only other game featuring two teams from Whatcom County, so I know Tyler's jacked about this one. Uh, that is 7 p.m. at, uh, what is it, Bob Tisdale Field? Yes, sir. Look at that. I mean, my brain isn't quite going just yet. Seahome, <laughs> uh, Mount Baker, I'm, if I can remember correctly, this was a real score, real low-scoring game last year, correct? Yeah, this game was at Civic Stadium last year. I was there for the first half of it. And, yeah, Seahome won 15-12. to 12, You know, Coach yeah. Coach Lepp told me, you know, he, he, he takes responsibility right away on that one. He said that he coached far too conservatively um and there was just moments where he didn't feel like he could do certain things and it kind of kind of you know kind of you know bit him a little bit and um he would you know he he knows that he would do that one differently so he knows that going into this one and and uh this is one of those games where oh man i i see overtime all over this one um it is a contest where you know, I think that Seahome's strength is in their passing game, but but I think Mount Baker's strength this year defensively is in their secondary. So okay, that kind of cancels. You know, and I'm not gonna say it cancels it out, but strength versus strength. Um, I think that Mount Baker is always gonna want to run the ball, and I think that uh, I think that Seahome. I think their strength is also in the secondary too. But if you're gonna if you're gonna line up athlete for athlete, I think Seahome has got the edge there. But you're talking about a coaching staff that's been together for you know decades against with against a whole new coaching staff. So you got you know 
these guys have been there forever against a brand new coaching staff and, and it's on the road, right? It's at Mount Baker and it's, it's a team that's really fast on turf playing on natural grass. And it's just like, it's every little thing that you could think of to give the other team an advantage. And the other one goes up and kind of knocks the other one down. And it's just, man, this is like a pickup, man, to, to me anyways. I think it's, I think it's going to be a really great game. Um, and I think I'm going to be at this one for half of it. And I'm going to be at the Ferndale Linen for the other half. I just don't know which halves I'm going to do yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, so just be on the lookout. Um, and uh, I'll probably wear like some throwback NFL Jersey and some bright shorts. I'm just guessing. And what are uh, the odds? but I, I think that it's, this is, this is one where, you know, we did our pickums, and this is the one where I just sat there and just, you know, thought and thought and thought, and it was just hard to come up with an answer on this one. Yeah, I think this could be a fantastic football game. I mean, we know we know how prepared the coaching staff at Mount Baker gets. You know what I mean? We, we know yeah. that they they know what they're doing. They 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 have at times been able to take lesser talent and do great things because they're really good at what they do. And then at Seahome, you know, we know the names on the coaching staff, but they haven't really worked together. You know what I mean? And heck, Brian Young, never been a, a high school head football coach, so he's got his thing going on. I think it's going to be fun. I think this yeah. is. I think. I think when we when we break it down on you know next week when I get back from New York City, I think it's, I think this is going to be like the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're gonna we're gonna talk about this one a lot because. I just think that these are two teams that are one just I, I I don't know if they're evenly matched but I think that they match up really well against each other you know mm -hmm. and uh yeah I'm excited for this one uh again 7 p.m. on Friday out there uh, in Deming of all places Tyler you, I mean when you think about which way to do this you kind of have to go to Lyndon Ferndale first right I mean, if you go to the other one first and then you try to drive to Linden Ferndale, how the heck are you – I mean, you guys have to walk a mile and a half just to park. Right. I know. That's kind of what I'm looking at. So when I usually do two games, there's a couple things I think about. That's one of them. I have shown up to Linden Ferndale at halftime multiple times, and you're right. Now, sometimes you never know. Sometimes someone has to leave at halftime, you know, yeah. got to get you grandma get to bed, uh, and there might be a spot open up. Now, if I was um, Linden or Ferndale, I would just try to find a way to maybe like put a cone in a parking spot for you. No, no, no. No, Tyler, um, I know you're not asking for it. I am. Get the guy no. a parking spot, Linden. No, no, no. Uh, Wait, hold on, Whitman. <laughs> I won't. I, I will. I will stop playing that soundbite <laughs> until next week if you get the guy a parking spot. No, no. I think I'm going to go there first. I, that's yeah. just the way. Now, the other reason, the other thing I think of when I do a, a double game like this is, I think which game will be closer at the end. Yeah. And I just and I think Baker yeah, Seahome will be very, very yeah. close at the fourth quarter. Um, I think it has a better chance of being close than the Ferndale Linden game. Let's just put it that way. Well, so and you're I, talking overtime potentially. Like you, you even mentioned it. You said overtime, and I'm looking ahead right now at, at your pick'em. And you picked a score that could mean overtime. So, right. yeah, so I, I know I where you're going that with that. would be beneficial to go that to go that way for the second half. So yeah. it's so I think you're right. I think I'm going to do Linden Ferndale first half and see him Mount Baker second half. That's quite a trek from Linden to Deming. <laughs> so I, you know, I got to kind of time it to where I leave with like five minutes to go in the second yeah. quarter. Does anybody have I a helicopter? The start of the of the uh, 
second half. See, now, since you don't need a parking spot, now I'm going to say what Lyndon needs to do is have food for you so that you can eat it on the way and you don't have to make any stops or anything. You just drive right through, Tyler. See, I'm uh, trying to set you up here, Tyler. I'm like your agent. I know. You're always looking out for me. I yeah. like that. Uh, let's see here. Out of country team. A team coming from really, really far away, about 35, 40 minutes up the road in New Westminster, British Columbia. Uh, I guess it depends on the border rate. Wait, wait, right? Like it's it's New West is not that far, but mm. getting once you get to the border, you just never know, man. Uh, New Westminster, British Columbia, the Hayaks. They've come down over the years. They've I've I've seen them, um, you know, at the the what do you call it the the week zero scrimmage or maybe it's the, even the 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 spring scrimmage out there in June. Um, they are coming down to play Squalicum, seven p.m. at Civic Stadium. Um, yeah, I mean Tyler. It, you mentioned to me off the air that New Westminster kind of had a shot to beat Linden a few years back. How many times? I mean, obviously you don't know off the top of your head, but New Westminster they come down quite often, though. I feel. Yeah, I mean that. I mean, I've gone back and looked at you know old newspaper clippings from the seventies, and they were coming down to play games back then quite a bit. I mean, it was like every single year they would come down, and sometimes they would they would hammer a, a Bellingham school, you know, it happened a lot back then. Yeah. Uh, and it just seems like it just kind of happens every once in a while. I, you know, I want to say that, you know, every single Whatcom County team has played a Canadian school. Blaine's done it a lot recently because, you know, they don't mind just traveling right, popping right across the border, playing a game, going back. Um, I know that I believe it was against new Westminster when uh, Josiah Westbrook caught five touchdown passes in one game. That's the Whatcom County record when he was playing for Blaine as a sophomore. That's right. And, and his, after his fifth one, they went for two for the win and they didn't get it. And new West won 35, 34. Um, is so the, is that the wait? Tyler's got some nuggets, man. Would that, would that <laughs> be like the last time that a BC team beat a Whatcom County? Team? Oh man. I don't know for sure. Very well. Um, could be. What's what that? was what was that? Wasn't there a, a BC team that came down and, and it was like a insanely high score, like yeah, it was Delta against Squalicum. I was there for the first half of that. That was eighty-five to seventy. Um, <laughs> that Squalicum won that game. Okay. And I tell you what, taking stats of that game was, I, I, holy cow! Do you, you use a? I would assume you use a pencil. <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy. I did you go through a whole a my but, first Ticonderoga? Uh, What's that? Sorry, you're cutting out a little bit. Oh, I said, did you go through a whole my first Ticonderoga, like one of the real big ones? <laughs> my first Ticonderoga. Yeah, it, it felt like it, I, it. It was crazy. It was it was nuts. I mean, it was they had a really good quarterback, um, and uh, boy, yes, he was he was a big big part of that offense. And they had that one kid. His name was, I think his name was Grant McDonald. Was a linebacker, running back for them. That was a big dude. Like he was yeah. nasty. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Tyler, New Westminster, Squalicum, uh, I mean, we get the debut of Marcus Nixon at quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. You know, it's, uh, obviously is a running threat. Uh, he can throw the ball around a little bit. I love the combination of him at quarterback and Nick Lucy as a head coach. You know, it's just yes. like, oh boy. It There's really so many possibilities. Some things to for creativity and you know putting guys in the right spots and different things and i foresee we saw it a lot where leighton smithson would run like a power run with a guy in motion he fakes it to him and javinsky schlembaker was lead blocking and smithson would run behind him and that was man 
that was a heck of a play. And I could totally see that again with, you know, DeAndre Dunmore lead blocking or Malachi Smith lead blocking with Marcus Nixon running off tackle or uh, that's going to be one powerful play. There's going to have a lot of powerful plays. I just, I love that combination. And, and, um, and I'm excited for the in the new defense with uh, Coach Chalfont going over there. It was the defensive coordinator at Seahome for years, one of the best to do it. And uh, I I love to uh, I would love to see what he does with this Squalicum defense, you know. Um, and it, they're going to have you know it's good it's going to be a great game at Civic Stadium. I'm I'm excited to watch the film on that one. As you said, Civic Stadium, 7 p.m. on Friday night. Linden Christian, they make a long trek over to Lakeside of Nine Mile Falls, which is a little north of Spokane. Uh, that's a 7 p.m. game on Friday. Now, the last time Lakeside Nine Mile Falls played a game, <laughs> they lost to Mount Baker. So uh, what they do, they decided to try to get the Whatcom County taste out of their mouth and schedule Linden Christian week one. Um yeah, Tyler, I mean, uh, what do you see here? I I know a couple of players over there at Lakeside. They do have a, a, a guy who was, honestly, he was probably their best athlete last year, and he is going to be stepping in at quarterback this year. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. But, uh, yeah, Linden Christian, Lakeside, Tyler. Yeah, I remember, you know, from watching the film, obviously the lot of talk last year was about their quarterback, but there was a receiver they had that made a ton of plays, and I'm assuming that's the kid that you might be talking about. Yes. Um, I don't know. I don't remember his name right off the bat. Calvin Nicholson. It, I wouldn't know for sure, but, um, but, but they looked pretty good. Um, and Lyndon Christian obviously is loaded with athletes. So I think this is going to be a very dynamic game. This is one of those ones where uh, they could play each other in the postseason. You never know. Um, this is two really, really good teams. Uh, there's all sorts of rankings out there and you see both these teams plastered all over the one, a ranking. So they're very highly thought of from, from different, um, you know, different media outlets out there. Uh, so, and again, traveling on the road, you know, Lenny Christian made the trek out to Eastern camp a few months ago. So they're used to this, to this drive. They got that down. Um, you know, you're going to see a little different offense with Lenny Christian, uh, uh, like a true tight end for the first time in quite a while. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, again, week one, man, you just never know. <laughs> so, uh, but this is one of those ones where it kind of reminds me a little bit of the Mountain View Nooksack game, right? It's two really good teams where uh, it's where they're traveling, you know, you know, hours away, and it's just it's one of those games where uh, it's hard to predict what's going to happen, but. Um, you know, I'm very high on Lyndon Christian again this year. So uh, with a lot of talent coming back, so they're going to give it their best shot. That is 7 p.m. at Lakeside of Nine Mile Falls. Uh, yeah, Lyndon Christian Lakeside should be a, should be a good one. Uh, the only Saturday game this week, so actually the only non-Friday game this week, is a Saturday game, 1 p.m. Cleveland of Seattle is coming up to play the Bellingham Bayhawks, Tyler. Uh, this is a game that Bellingham won in week one last year down in Seattle. Um, yeah, first off, what do you remember from that one, and uh, what, are you, what are you looking for uh, when the Eagles come to take on the Bayhawks? I loved the excitement that the Bayhawks had last year in week one. They, they came out, and they looked like it, they were playing a different speed than Cleveland was. Uh, they came out firing, and they could not do anything wrong, it seemed like. Offensively, defensively, special teams, they were doing everything fantastic. Uh, they they won by, you know, five touchdowns, something like that. They had a couple of pick sixes in that game. 
uh, everything was just going right. Uh, Bellingham's got a, a got a, a lot of new names that we're going to see, but uh, guys that have experience, you know, guys that have transferred from other schools. And and I, I love these afternoon Saturday games, the only games in town, like, like I like to say, so you know I'll be there. Uh, and it's one of those where, you know, I – if I can take stats at a game and kind of knock it out so I don't have to rely on the film later, I can do that. And I might be doing that. I might go down on the field, take some pictures. I don't know yet. It's going to be, it's going to be fun. All I know is that I'm going to be there. It'll be a nice break from watching film on Saturday to go, go watch a game for a little bit. And, and uh, we're going to, we're going to hear from Randy small pretty soon. So he'll tell us what the weather will be like during the day. Well, let's get right to it. Then Cleveland at Bellingham 1 PM on Saturday. And that brings us to our Randy Small weather forecast. Whatcom County WX, uh, Whatcom County WX weather from the Pacific Northwest. Facebook.com backslash Whatcom County weather. That is the man. Randy Small is unbelievable. The pictures that he takes. Um, I'm trying to remember what is his. Uh, is it just at Randy Small on Twitter? I think it is. Um, Twitter, yes. Yeah, on Twitter, it's at Randy Small. And, I mean, he posts some of the most amazing pictures and stuff that you can ever find on there. Um, that being said, we mentioned it earlier. We asked him way far in advance. Um, <laughs> so if he's wrong, only tweet him to let him – no, just kidding. <laughs> uh, if he's wrong, then he he did he, he gave us his best effort, and that's all we can ask for in week one. Hey, you know what? Everybody needs a little preseason. Randy Small gets week one off. Um, so, yeah, this is being – well, and actually, he sent this to you when, Tyler? Was it this morning? He, he sent it to me Saturday night because he was busy this morning. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, so he's, he's, he's doing basically a week out prediction. Yeah, basically a week out. You go to weather.com, and they're not accurate a week out. But Randy Small, <laughs> he's going to be. And this is what he has to say the weather is going to look like for games this weekend. Greetings, Whatcom County football fans. This is Randy Small from Whatcom County Weather, and we are off and running for, well, this will be my second season of doing weather, but for another football season, Friday Night Lights, Saturday games as well, coming up this weekend. I am doing this a little bit long-term, long-range. I don't like doing it quite so far ahead, but uh, because of needing to get uh, Whatcom Preps this sooner, uh, I'm looking at this a little further out but that's okay uh right now things as of sunday look like they'll be pretty nice overall uh, probably some 60 degree temperatures on friday night and maybe 70s on the saturday afternoon game as of now not much for precip although that could change uh, but overall looks like a beautiful weekend coming at this point uh, and hope uh, the start of the season's a great one for everyone and looking forward to a great run again for Whatcom County teams, and uh, hope you all have a great time following your favorite football team this coming weekend. Thank you, Randy Small. WhatcomCountyWX.com is his website, and on Facebook.com backslash Whatcom County Weather. Randy Small, the man, the myth, the legend. I mean, he's freaking unbelievable, isn't he? I mean, yes, he is. He's, he's, a, he's a Whatcom County treasure. Yeah, there's he, a, there's a, there's a few of them. There, and there's a lot of them, but then there's a few that are kind of stand up like he does, and he's yeah. he is he is everybody loves Randy Small. Well, and the guy just he just he eats, sleeps, and breathes Whatcom County in general. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he he just he's he's one of those guys. Oh, by the way, he says at the beginning. This is his second year of doing weather. He's talking about for us, not in general. Yeah. Like <laughs> right. when I heard him exactly. say that, I went. I, I didn't catch yeah. it the, when when I heard it earlier, and I just heard it, and I just went, 
okay, yeah, I better make sure people understand. He didn't just start, you know, doing the weather here. The guy knows what he's talking about as far as weather goes. Um, you know, it's funny. I've learned more about Whatcom County weather in the last year that I've really started following stuff than I could. Why? Why do I need to know what the weather's like there? I don't even know what it's like outside my house house right now, other than the fact I'm sitting here in my office sweating. It's brutal. Um, yeah, WhatcomCountyWX.com. Be sure to follow everything Randy does over there. Tyler, let's get into the pick'ems. Um, you, me, Connor Bendentendi, we're back. Joe Consensus is back with his sterilist look he's got going on over there. Uh, and then we have a guest this week that we'll get to in a second, but we have a new face to the, uh, to the pick'em this year. Tyler, who is it? Yeah, Nate Schumach uh, from the Linden Tribune. Uh, met him last year, actually, at the Linden-Ferndale game. And right off the bat, I think I think it was, a, it was you know, very, 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 very positive. I really like him. Uh, he knows the game. He's funny. We, we talk about lots of stuff. Uh, you know, we've been on the sidelines a lot uh, over the, you know, this past year for football. Uh, got to see him during the spring at the fast pitch tournaments. Um, you know, and, and I saw him at some baseball games and, and I just, he has that, he has that really dry sense of humor, which I really like. And, and, uh, so we get along really, really well. So I'm glad to bring him in and, and, uh, and yeah, it's great. And Connor now is working for Cascadia daily news. And so, uh, yeah, it's glad they could both, uh, do this for the entire year. A couple of young bucks, a couple of old heads, you and me. Um, yep. <laughs> and then this week we have the picker of all pickers, the man. The man, Jeff Bearden, Tyler. So give us a quick, give me the 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 ten second. Who is Jeff Bearden? Well, he's been our guest picker for week one. Every time we've done this, I believe. Well, he was a picker <laughs> with us the first year, right? He, yes. He picked with us the the entire year, and then and then since we have uh, moved on to other uh, sports writers, uh, he's been our guest picker in week one, and. You know, Jeff and I go way back. We were part of the Cover Three podcast with Doug Lang five years ago. Um, it's uh, he's a baseball guy. Uh, his baseball is his first love. I mean, he he had Ken Griffey Jr.'s phone number in his pocket at one time. Uh, it, so he goes way back with the you know the Bellingham Mariners was a was a clubhouse guy uh, back when he was in high school and just uh, he's got a he's just a fun guy to talk sports with. And he has recently moved to Michigan, but he stays in contact. He knows what's going on in Whatcom County. Uh, he's sending us pictures of high school football stadiums yeah. over in Michigan. Huge um, stadium, too. Pretty, what's that? That stadium that they have there is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's pretty cool, you know. And and uh, so, yeah, he's a guy that as soon as we start this up and we need a guest picker for week one, He's always the one we go to. So, and I joked with him about, you know, you got to set the, got to set the tone and, and it's hard in week one for all of us, but he kind of joked, he goes, yeah, I got to do a lot better than last year. I got all the guest pickers got to dig me out of the hole there. So he, he's along with the joke there. And I said, yeah, cause you know, Ryland's going to dig at you every chance he gets. And, and um, he, he agreed. He knows what's coming. Oh yeah. Well, the good thing is by starting off Jeff with you know week one for the guest picker, we know that the pickers aren't coming back to beat us, so we don't have to worry about that. Joe Consensus is obviously the big dog, and then uh, we got the other three. We got the two young bucks now that uh, we got to contend yeah. with. So uh, last year it was tied, I believe, at the end. You and Eric uh, Trent, uh, you guys both tied for the uh, for the championship, and I got a little wild at the end and started picking games that I knew I wasn't going to win, just hoping that it was going to happen, just so I could come back. Um, right. 
But that being said, Tyler, just taking a look over the picks for this week, we are all picking Linden. Linden Christian, Nooksack Valley, Squalicum, and Meridian, which means so is Joe Consensus. Uh, Tyler and Jeff are picking Mount Baker to beat Seaholm, uh, whereas Nate, Connor, myself, and Joe Consensus are taking Seaholm. Connor and Jeff are picking Port Angeles to beat Blaine, um, which means that the other four are taking Blaine. And then Nate and Connor are picking Cleveland to beat Bellingham. So basically what I'm saying is between Connor and Jeff, they're not allowed at Seahome, Blaine, or Bellingham anymore. I mean, it's just Connor. Yeah, he, Connor's and, not and allowed. That yeah. ba- you and Joe Consensus are, are mirror images here on these picks, it sounds like. He's going to have to change his Twitter bio. He, he agrees with me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we will have updated. <clears throat> excuse me, we will have updated every single week the standings and then uh, who we're picking. Uh, so yeah, we will. Uh, I think I'll just. I don't know. I I think I just feel like it. I'm just gonna go eight and zero this week and call it good. Okay. Um, <laughs> as though I really have control or anything. Tyler, the last. Well, not the last thing technically because we still got the code word. The last thing we got to cover here, though, is uh, we got to do our little fantasy draft that we do every week. So, uh, just really quickly, Tyler, quarterbacks, running backs, uh, those are being picked on their own. And then we have a wide receiver tight end position. Uh, we have an offensive line, a defensive line, front seven, which includes the defensive um, line and linebackers. And then back seven includes linebackers and and defensive backs, and then the last one is kicker. So we are picking eight, quote-unquote, positions for our fantasies here. And then, Tyler, you do all the stats and everything. And how do I – it's kind of a traditional stat – or excuse me, traditional scoring system as far as as the uh, scoring system for ours goes, right? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty traditional. Um, you know, I have to come up kind of with my own thing for offensive line, um, but an offensive line seems to—it's basically how the offense goes. And you know, those seem to be the big, big point grabbers. There's a lot of like forty and fifty point games by offensive lines. Um, and then I, you did say defensive line up front. Oh, uh, it's a team defense. Yeah, team and defense, it, and then front yeah. seven and back seven. Front right. seven includes defensive linemen. Yes. Yeah. And so, yeah. So it's pretty, it's pretty standard, um, how the, how the points go. And, you know, there was a few times when we were really close within a half a point of each other. So, uh, these are always a lot of fun to do. Granted that being said overall, I won by a million, but, um, yeah, there was a couple of weeks that it was really, really close. I I remember one week you were tallying it up while we were sitting there. And before you even said who won, you just started laughing and you were just like, I cannot believe this. And it was like four point difference or something like, which is really hard to do. I mean, when you consider the, the amount of points that some of them can score, you know, wasn't it, was it week one when Siakwam played Linden Christian and didn't I score a ton of points with Linden Christian's defense? Yeah. I think they had like three pick sixes in that game. And <laughs> yeah, that one, you just went off, but just went you know, there were, there were times when we picked players that didn't play. Oh yeah. Um, you know, there was, there was all sorts of craziness things. So we have some fun with this thing. And, and from what I've heard from, you know, players and coaches is, is they get a kick out of it. So that makes it even funner for us. Heck Tyler, I picked a guy that got like kicked off the team or quit. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Now, granted, we didn't know. It just right. all of a yeah. sudden we got a message. Hey, uh, yeah, that guy's not going to put up any points this week. <laughs> and there was a couple of times where, like, 
you know, we picked a guy. Like I think I had like a three week in a row at running back. Uh, so whoever I pick at running back this week, I like I apologize right now. But um, there was like a, a couple of weeks where guys got hurt on like the third play of the game, and I had them picked, or or right. you know. I, and what we try to do with this is we look at the schedule and go, hey, okay, I think this is a good wide receiver matchup this week for uh, Squalicum, right? Okay, well then I'm going to pick a Squalicum receiver, you know. So we we try to kind of play the game a little bit, and then sometimes it'll be like, oh yeah, let's pick a Squalicum receiver this week, and then they throw the ball five total times, and you're just like. <laughs> Are you kidding me, Lucy? It's almost like the guy <laughs> listened and he tried to purposely have you win or something. I don't know. Nah. Um, that being said, Tyler, before we started recording, we did a, a little coin flip here. And uh, you won on Tails. Tails never fails. You won the coin toss. So that means you get a pick first. So uh, go ahead, pick whoever it is you want because you have lit- literally every player in the county other than Blake Whitman. <laughs> Oh, I can't pick Blake Whitman. Oh, no, man. Okay. no. We we should do that. Um, we should pick an assistant coach every week, and one of us has to pick Whitman. It, it'll just go back and forth. <laughs> well, I guess you could pick Glendon's defense, you know, so there is oh, kind of a way. Yeah. Um, but I am, you know, speaking of Coach I, Lucy, you just brought him up about a minute ago. I am going to go with the new quarterback, Marcus Nixon. Oh. I think that he can put up. Big fantasy numbers on the ground, in the air, all sorts of things. Uh, obviously, if he returns a kickoff or a touchdown, I don't get those kinds of points. But uh, what he does on offense, he could do it in mul- multiple ways. So I like my chances with him as my fantasy quarterback for week one. That is a brilliant pick. You won't <laughs> you won't hear me give you props too often, Tyler, but that is a really – you know what? I have a feeling Marcus Nixon might get picked three or four times this year. Like nah, he, I would imagine. Yeah, especially if things are going well. He's, he might just go back and forth between you and me. <laughs> um, so now I get the next two picks, and I'm going to go <clears throat> I'm gonna go defense here. Um, and I'm going to pick Joshton Elmer on the defensive side of the ball in the front seven. Uh, right. I look at a guy that not only does he rack up a lot of tackles, but he has some tackles for loss. I mean, that's a guy that's going to be all over the place uh, when they take on Granite Falls and – Probably make things a little tough on them. Now, Tyler, this is where it gets interesting because Mm -hmm. we hadn't talked about this. If you pick a guy on offense and he plays defense too, you can pick him on defense. So I could go Josh Elmer on offense here. Yeah, you could. I mean, he he – he he can do it both in the same game. I've yeah. seen him have you know twelve tackles and run for two hundred yards in the same game. He's capable of that kind of stuff. And it wouldn't be the first time somebody did that because I'm pretty sure I took. The Funk Master Tommy Funk on both sides of the ball last year. I would imagine you did. Yes. Yeah, I do some crazy stuff, but you know what? I won by a million. Um, yeah. I'm actually gonna go. I'm gonna. I am gonna go running back here, but I'm not gonna go Josh and Elmer. I'm gonna go down to. Uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna go down to Vancouver and uh, see what Colton Lentz does down there for Nooksack Valley. That's a great pick. Obviously, I mean, he the game he had last year against them was something. I mean, they might be keying on him a little bit, but. I think he's pretty used to that by now, and he can put up some big numbers. Yep. Okay, so now I have two. And the key is always like, and you know this as well as I do, and I'm sure the listeners do too, is we're the only ones picking. So once a once a position is gone, we try not to pick that same position because it's almost like wasting a pick. So yeah. I got to look at positions that have not been picked yet. So I'm going to look at wide receiver. And when I look at the matchups, the guys returning – 
what I think could happen. I really like Tyson Bima of Linden Christian. I think that that's going to be a close game. I think that I know Coach Derpshire loves to throw the ball, uh, and it's a game where they might have to throw quite a bit to kind of stay with them. So uh, I think Tyson Bima might have a breakout game. I love the big 6-4 target uh, over the middle or down the sideline. And so he'll be my receiver this week. And now I'm going to look at defense. And I love these linebackers that we have in the county. I mean, this is just – it's yeah. like every – there, every few years, there's like, you know, really good, really, really good linebackers. And I love that we can pick them for back seven or front seven. You picked a great one for front seven. I'm going to pick one for back seven. And I'm going to take Tyler Frost out of Bellingham. I think that uh, he's going to rack up some tackles for loss as well. Maybe some sacks, ton of tackles. Uh, do we get any points for like a cracked face mask or anything like that? I don't know. You're the one doing the stats. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, then I'm I'm taking Tyler Frost all day. But that'll be my that'll be my back seven guy. I I know this much, Tyler. You you're sitting here trying to make up stats right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna look over the stats this week just to make sure you didn't throw in five extra points and win by four. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm I'm looking it over. Um. Okay. So and what you were talking about earlier is. Hey, when 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 I picked Colton Lance at running back, you don't need to pick a running back now. So you can right. you can wait. So one of your last couple picks will be a running back because I can't pick another running back. So uh, so basically, quarterback, front seven, back seven, wide receiver, and running back are off the board, which leaves me uh, what O line, defense, and kicker is really what I should be looking for here. So I'm gonna go. You know what? I, I mentioned how much I like Josh and Elmer on the offensive side of the ball also. So I'm going to go with Meridian's offensive line. I think they could put up some huge numbers. Uh, I mean, especially when you consider the fact that the way – Tyler, do you want to give just a brief kind of like how we do it with the offensive line and, and what it is? Because I'm looking at it going, Jagger Fife could throw for four or five touchdowns in this, and that and that kind of helps me in a way, right? Yeah, I, I think it's, it's kind of a mixture. I have to kind of go back and look at how I did the scoring because I believe it's – I want to say it's like a point for every 25 total yards. Yes. Okay. And then I think it's, I want to say it's like six points for every touchdown scored by the offense. And that might be it. I think it's just purely those points and then the yards. Yes. Are, but really know, what it is, scored, is. Like touchdown. No, no extra points or field goals. Just yeah. the touchdowns and and touchdowns by the offense only and then every a point for every 25 total yards of offense and so that's that's kind of what i'm thinking there is like when you look at it they're gonna yeah. probably put up a lot of passing and rushing and that helps me on both sides so that's a good thing yeah yeah um and that's a really good pick because i think last year in this matchup meridian went for over 250 passing and rushing each Oh baby, I'm winning it week one. It was one of those great games, yeah. I'm winning week one. Um <laughs> so now I, I, I basically I kinda wanna pick a defensive team or a kicker, and I don't I don't like taking kickers too early here. So I'm gonna go Nooksack Valley's defense because I just one, I I feel great about that defense in general. Um, but I don't know that I'm super high on the Mountain View offense this year. So I'm going to take Nooksack Valley, the Pioneers. They're on the uh, defensive side of the ball, which covers pretty much, you know, your your typical stuff like an NFL fantasy where it's, you know, some 
if you have some pick sixes, it's worth points and sacks and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, Nooksack Valley, Tyler. So uh, that means you still need kicker, front seven, running back, defense, and offensive line. Yeah, uh, well, I'm going to definitely go with a kicker first just because that's the one position that hasn't been picked yet. And uh, I was thinking about going with the freshman out at Linden, but he's got to oh. wait his turn a little bit. He'll have many chances. So I'm going to I'm going to go out to the old border city, the old homestead and uh, and take Matthew Hayes out of Blaine. Uh, I you know, I, I liked what he did last year. He was the one a all conference first team kicker last year. And, uh, you know, he's I don't I don't think that Coach Olson is afraid to kick a field goal with him if needed. That'll kind of boost your points a little bit. And, uh you know, I think they'll put some points on the board too. So that always that always helps. And speaking of kickers, yeah, oh, we got to talk about this, Tyler. Well, first off, I want to say one thing about Matthew Hayes really quickly. You said he was first team All Conference kicker. Yes, and they had Kewit kick. You had yeah, right. uh, You had uh, Boom Boom out there at yeah. uh, Nooksack Valley, and Tanyan Staten did a pretty dang good job himself out there at. Uh, it was Tanyan Staten, right? At yeah, Mount and Baker. Eli Jensen. And Eli Jensen, yeah, a guy that yeah. we picked quite a few times. I mean, that's that's saying something there about Matthew Hayes. Now, if you really want to talk about Matthew Hayes, what are we talking about here? Kickers, special teams. Tyler, we finally got a sponsor here, and it's and it's yeah. kind of special in a way. So pretty much this is what we're going to end up kind of saying here is most special teams talk, um, special teams player of the week, things like that. We now have a sponsor, Tyler. And it's kind of one that's a little bit special to us in a way because we talked about last couple of years Troy Pets being you know kind of getting his own award almost because it seemed like you know he had a chance to win it or he basically could have won it every dang week. We kind of had to give it to other people at times. And the last guy to win a special teams player of the week award, I assume, was him, right? Yeah, he won it for the state championship week, and he won it for the year, the last two years, special teams player of the year. That being said, Tyler, what is the connection with Troy Pets and our newest sponsor? Well, this is really, really cool. This is this is uh, Pets Real Estate. Jacob Pets reached out and wants to sponsor the Special Teams Athlete of the Week this year, and I think that's such a really cool thing. And the Special Teams Player of the Year as well. So it's going to be, you know, the Pets Real Estate Special Teams Player of the Year, and uh, he's going to get his logo right there on the graphic and. And uh, that's just a really, really cool deal. So uh, there's a fun tie-in with that. Uh, I love that he's supporting uh, local youth sports. And if you if you own a business or you're, you know someone that does that wants to support Walkin' Preps and keep this going and you want to sponsor uh, an award or, or anything like that or a team or games, uh, just reach out to me. You know, reach out on social media. And heck, you can give me a call, 360-684-4306. I'll give it out right here. Uh, and just and just and that's what that's what Jacob Petz did. He just texted me and said, you know what? I'm interested. Uh, we talked about it, and uh he's in. So it's a really cool deal. And uh so yeah, so you're gonna so that's a that's a that's just a really, really fun thing. And and I just wanna I just wanna thank Pets Real Estate for jumping on board. Yeah, and obviously the connection to the special team side of things, you know, with with uh, Troy, you were able to sit down, talk to him, and kind of get it figured out as to like how can we all make it work, um, or you know how how can we make it work? What kind of package can I give you? 
So that's the thing. If you if there's something we talk about here, maybe it's the uh, Tyler's got some nuggets, man. Maybe you want to sponsor Tyler's nuggets. <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> maybe you want to sponsor Tyler's <laughs> nuggets. Maybe you want to sponsor the Pick'em. Uh, maybe you want to sponsor. Um, I don't know the fantasy in general. Whatever it is, if you have something, reach out to Tyler. The the kind of I mean, my opinion. The easy obviously, everybody in the county now has your phone number. Um, but the easiest way is probably through Whatcom Preps on Facebook. Just go there and send a message to to the Facebook uh, page, and uh, Tyler will get you taken care of. Um, Tyler, that being said. You still have a pick. Actually, you, technically, you still have four more, but you got one more before I need to pick two. So, uh, yeah, you need yeah. front seven, running back, defense, and offensive line. Yeah, so I'm I'm looking at front seven now. Kind of everything is – there's no pressure now because, you know, the eight positions have been picked. So, so I just want to go top of the board. And when I look at my top guys returning this year, it's John Stremler. So I'm, I'm going to get him. I have an opening at front seven, so I'm snagging him up right away. I know he can score some big, big points, whether it's at linebacker or coming off the edge of the defensive end. So I'm going John Stremler with my front seven pick. Very nice. Mostly because I took Nooksack Valley's defense, so that kind of cancels me out there. I see what you're doing. <laughs> um, yeah, so I still need back seven, quarterback, kicker, and tight end. I think, Tyler, I like your thought process here, and I like my thought process from earlier. And I am gonna go with. I am gonna go with Damian Perez in the back seven for Nooksack Valley. Tons of tackles, tons. Of, I mean, the guy's all over the place. Although, seems like most of that defense is all over the place. Um, yeah, I like Damian Perez here. And then I'm gonna go. Let's see. I went way down south to get a uh, Colton Lentz down there uh, playing his game in. in in Vancouver, I'm going to go really far east, and I'm going to take Jeremiah Wright out there when Lyndon Christian travels to Lakeside. I'm going to take Jeremiah Wright at quarterback. Um, yeah, I feel good about that one. Yeah, he's he put up huge numbers last year, and he can he can put also one of those guys as a dual threat guy too, so that can get yes. you big big points. Um, it's funny because I'm looking at these inner Walking County games, and those are always tough to pick. Especially and uh, but I'm Especially gonna jump one. into this here and you know so far Dylan Moa has had one varsity carry and it was for a touchdown uh, it was a three yarder but playing tight end last year he's gonna I think he's you know getting moved to the running back spot I think he's gonna have a huge year and let's just start it out right away so I'm gonna go Dylan Moa as my running back for Mount Baker against Seaholm I just think that. Um, I think that they're going to want to keep the ball out of Seahome's dynamic offense, and they're going to have to pound the rock by doing that, and that's what Coach knows how to do. So uh, I think you're going to maybe see him get the ball 15, 20 times, and I think he can do some great things with it. So I'm going to go Dillamo as my running back, and now I'm going to go defense, team defense. And there's a few ways I can go here. Um, I was, you know, looking at, Maybe Nooksack Valley's defense, but you already snagged them. So I'm going to go Squalicum's defense. Oh. Uh, I love what Coach Chalfont brings. And they just, they oh, I mean, you're in and you're out. I mean, you've seen them up close. I've seen them up close. Squalicum's defense is always pretty nasty. So uh, I think that's, I think it's a decent pick there. Well, and the fact of the matter is when you look at week one, we kind of don't know what we're getting out of some of these opponents. But right. if you kind of want to, 
what's the word I'm looking for here? Kind of roll the dice. Those sure things you want to. <laughs> yeah, you know the <clears throat> the BC teams traditionally have not done superbly well <laughs> against uh, the the teams so in Whatcom County. So uh, that's not a bad um, bad one there. Um, I need uh, kicker and then uh, receiver tight end combo there. Um, let's see here. You went with uh, Blaine kicker, so I'm gonna go. I just feel like Nooksack Valley is going to put up some points. And uh, so every time Colton Lentz scores a touchdown, he's going to score five, six, seven of them this week probably. Um, because you picked him, right? Yes. Well, no, in my luck, he won't even play. Um, <laughs> he'll, he'll miss the bus. Don't you do it, Lentz. Um, I'm going to go uh, – I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick our guy uh, Boom Boom Vigri out there at uh, Nooksack Valley. I just – I see points, man. I just do. And if they can't get it in – the guy's good. He can, he can yeah. hammer him home. Um, so I still need a tight end and a wide receiver. And this is where it starts to get interesting because you kind of got to look around, right? Okay, who's got a quarterback that can throw? Who's going to want to throw? Uh, what game is going to be close? Maybe they're going to be down so they have to throw. You know, is there a defense maybe that, um, that you know, doesn't match up super well against receivers? And kind of the thing that I'm looking at here is I'm looking at Seahome. I'm I see a Seahome. I'm looking at Seahome, and now I got to just make a decision: Do I want Duckworth or do I want Watson? And as I think about things here, Tyler, you know I'm pretty mm-hmm. good at thinking. It depends on who you talk to. Uh, <laughs> I, actually, if you talk to the WIAA, it's the thinking that's actually good. It's the saying that's the, it's the talking that's that they don't <laughs> like so much. Um, uh. Because you know what? I called them out over and over and over again about Husky Stadium, and now where are they? Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, I'm going to go Braddock Duckworth because I think Mount Baker is going to do anything and everything they can to not let our guy Juice get the ball. So I'm going to go Braddock Duckworth because I, I, you know, it's always hard in high school football to cover more than one, you know, to, to, to put extra emphasis on more than one guy. Yeah, especially when they're, when they're multiple receivers, you know. Yes. Well, and it's, let's face it, Braddock Duckworth is about nine feet tall, so right, yeah. uh, that helps a lot too. Yeah, absolutely. I think you got yourself a good pick there. And all I have left is offensive line. And, again, you kind of took mine. I really was going to want to take Meridian's offensive line, but you kind of shut that down. But what I look – I. There's a few of them I could go with, you know, I mean, Nooksacks, I could go with LCs, I could go with Lindens, um, but when I look at the competition, I think Bellingham's offensive line has got a good shot here. I like the returners with Rourke O'Malley and Finnegan Jensen. You bring in Jesse Harward to that mix, and they're going to plow some room for uh, for some points. They put up big points last year against them, so... I'm expecting the same, and I'll be out there, so I could, I'll be able to pump the hoggies up a little bit on the sideline, maybe a little, little biased. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to go with the Bayhawks offensive line, and that completes our teams. I, I can see you down there, Tyler, on the sideline, trying to tell Leonard what to call. <laughs> yeah, hey, right. come on, get that offensive yeah. line going, guy. Yeah, yeah, right. I'll be looking up to him. He's, you know, <laughs> speaking of nine feet tall. Yeah, my goodness. Yeah. Um, Tyler, do you, do you put the, um, the fantasy, our, our picks, do you put them on the preview? Uh, no, because I want them to listen to find out who we picked. Ah, touche. That's a good point. Yeah. Well yeah. then, um, 
Yeah, I'll give it to you again here really quickly. Tyler at quarterback is taking Marcus Nixon. I took Josh and Elmer in the front seven on defense. And then I also took Colton Lentz at running back. Tyler, you took Tyson Bima at receiver. And then you took Tyler Frost in the back seven. I took Meridian's offensive line and Nooksack Valley's defense. You took Matthew Hayes at kicker. And John Stremler in the front seven. I took Damian Perez in the back seven. And Jeremiah Wright at quarterback. Uh, Dylan Moa goes to Tyler for running back. Um, by the way, Tyler, I hope he has as many yards and, and carries and touchdowns um, this week as he does in his career. Um, Squalicum's defense, Tyler, you got Squalicum's defense. I got our guy uh, Boom Boom out there kicking uh, probably, oh, Troy Pets or uh, excuse me, Jacob Pets and uh, Pets Real Estate, right, for both kickers. Uh, we got, we kind of want to do that now. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to have to write this down. Um <laughs> He's gonna he's 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 knocking through some uh, extra points and some lots of points coming from our our guy Boom Boom Braddock Duckworth tight end wide receiver and then Tyler you snagged Bellingham's offensive line right there at the end now we got one thing left Tyler it's a code word this week not really a code word you got to pull your phone out yeah you know find me uh, I might be on the sidelines I might be up in the booth I might be walking into the stadium at halftime I might be walking out of the stadium in the second quarter. Um, and if you show me your phone, I po- I posted these about a week ago, and they've got great reactions so far. I'm hearing from people from every school about the wallpaper for your phone that shows the that your schedule, the Wacom Preps schedule, the one that I created. If you show me that on your phone, you will get a sticker. So, um, so yeah, it, that's all you got to do. You just got to comes these guys say hey look at my phone show it to me if it's if it's the wallpaper your background for your phone it's the wall and if it's the walk and preps wallpaper with the with your team's schedule on it boom you get a sticker it's easy as that Wacom prep or facebook.com Wacom preps right yes that's the easiest place to find them where did you put the like a link on the link tree anything like that that could make it easy on people yeah well there's uh there's the we talked about that on uh, the Instagram. We I haven't done it on the link tree yet. I could do that, um, but uh, you'll be able to find them on on in the Instagram and the stories or uh, on Facebook. I mean, I shared it. That's the cool thing is I think like seven of the schools now have their own, like you know, Blaine football has its own Facebook page. Yeah, Nooksack football has its own Facebook page. So I think like seven of the ten schools now have their own Facebook page. So after I shared all ten of them. On Facebook, I grabbed individual ones and shared them to their team pages as well, and that's where they're really blowing up. So, um, so they're all over the place. Uh, you just go to Walk and Preps on on Facebook, and you can find yours. Um, you know, and I'm and I'm sure that they're out there a lot now, and they've been being they've been getting shared quite a bit. So, uh, if you haven't seen it by now, um, I'm shocked, and I, I I don't know if I you could be a true fan, but that's okay. You're not going to break my heart. Wait, hold on. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. <laughs> exactly. Uh, thank you, Harry Doyle. Uh, Tyler, that's it. We got anything else? Nope. I think we covered it all. Week one, baby. Here we go. Tyler, normally I feel like this podcast goes like 45 minutes. I'll have to go back and look. I feel like this one doesn't usually go all that long. We're at an hour and 20 minutes. So the only person listening right now is our guy, Blake Whitman. Uh, maybe Andy Olson. Um, especially now that he's in county. He wants to hear everything. Um, all right, well, let's wrap it up right there. Uh, we give thanks really quickly again to Randy Small for the weather forecast, Whatcom County at WX.com and on Facebook.com slash Whatcom County weather. 
Uh, yeah. Tyler, you said you're going to three games this week. Well, two halves and, and a third game. Uh, so, again, yeah. if you see him out there, show your phone. Show the screen, the, the, the background schedule from Whatcom Preps on Facebook. You, you can find it right there. Maybe what you need to do, Tyler, is like share it again or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you can find it right there. Get yourself a free Whatcom Preps sticker. Uh, for Tyler Anderson, I'm Rylan Spencer. You've been listening to Episode 189 of the Whatcom Preps podcast. We will talk to you next week.